All right, hello, welcome to Adventures in Lolly Gagan. We're back to playing Delta Green tonight, continuing our What Lies We Tell campaign. Uh, and um, yeah, we got some monkey sorcerers, I think is the phrase that Stephen coined today. That um, <laughs> honestly, I'm not going to argue it. It sounds about right. Uh, though they look as much like like cats as they do like monkeys. So it's like cat monkey sorcerers or something anyhow uh they nearly killed two of you uh last time around and mm -hmm. uh mm -hmm. we'll see how it goes yeah yeah vincent nearly um had his mind kind of controlled there nearly blew his head off it's not for lisa and maggie well, i don't know what the hell's going on with maggie but her skin just suddenly decided it wanted to it hurts kind of go go bad so let's see how it is uh no one gave vincent the memo that it's evening uh, so that uh, wearing <laughs> sunglasses just means you're a, you're a douche. Uh, it's that's it's it. nighttime and indoors, dude. What you doing? <laughs> yeah. Did you have them all when you were in I the just series? wanted that moment. <laughs> yeah, dang it. I wear my sunglasses <laughs> at yeah. night. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and do some intros. Uh, Long, tell us about Luca. I am Luca, DEA agent, Italian-American from New Jersey, I'm well rested now. I actually got my willpower back up. So that's okay. a good thing. Okay. Uh, willpower up. Uh, yeah, because you did have a nice night's sleep that was interrupted uh, by Vincent and your, your just out of the shower naked brother uh, wrestling on the floor of your apartment. So that was it's an interesting thing to wake up to. Uh, next up, uh, Melissa, tell us, about, tell us about Agent Aggie. Uh, yeah, so Agent Aggie uh, and the rest of the crew bravely went into the sewers and immediately she got some uh, something or another that is just uh, burning the hell out of her skin. And so we very promptly and less bravely ran right back out of the sewers again. Yeah, yeah, that, that's all that all that um, all that lines <laughs> up. That's pretty, pretty fucking freaky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, it's it's really fun listening. It was really fun. I was only half paying attention, but some of their plans were, were pretty, pretty fantastic. Uh, okay. <laughs> New guy on the block is Vincent Palmer. Uh, uh, Steven? I prefer Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch over New Kids on the Block. Quite literally, no one prefers Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. <laughs> I don't even know one of their songs. Hey, I'm Vincent Palmer. Uh, I look uh, very much like Don Johnson, uh, pretty much exactly like Don Johnson, uh, the Silver Fox. Uh, and I am here to make sure the rest of the group uh, shapes up and learns what they're doing. Apparently, they were okay. really fucking up before, uh, and Whoa. it was entirely on them. I mean, mainly <laughs> it was this other guy that was in the group that just totally... I never met him. Totally sucked. Yeah. What... <laughs> What an ass. What an ass that guy was. Good old... What was his name again? I forgot his name. I don't know. Declan. I didn't meet him. Declan. Because all we do, if if, if he... <laughs> if, this, if this new guy gives us, you know, any 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 fuck, we're just like, oh, yeah, it was totally Declan. Oh, yeah, Declan totally made that decision. Oh, yeah, Declan totally did that. <laughs> and Steven can't question you because that would be metagaming. And he would never... <laughs> he would never... And finally, we've got uh, we've got Lisa Young, uh, the newbie of the group. Ashley, tell us about Lisa. 
Uh, I am our FEMA program manager, and that's all I want to do is manage some projects. And <laughs> but I mean, we've got all this freaky stuff happening. You know, she had a plan, and we didn't follow yeah. it. It's whatever. But uh, plans, plans were meant to be ignored. Uh, that's, that's basically <laughs> what I've learned from playing uh various role-playing games but we're playing uh playing we're playing some delta grid so let's go um let's do a little summary so you all have uh been sent, we haven't played in a while so let's do a little summary you guys have been sent to brooklyn uh in new york 2011 august uh you are investigating two things series of uh, disappearances child disappearances that's some strange aspects to them but also uh some reports uh that uh had kind of pinged about the s garretson mansion that is now being renovated in the condominiums uh, in the red hook neighborhood of brooklyn and you were basically tasked with sort of looking into this and seeing whether or not there's any kind of unnatural elements going on if there was a connection between the child disappearances in this mansion uh and then to sort of to sort of deal with it, nip it in the bud, get rid of it, stop the incursion, whatever it might be, etc. cetera. Um, now you did a bunch of investigation, uh, and over time you've learned a few things. Uh, you've learned that, uh, there was a unit within the, uh, within the, the sort of construction site that is now, that was formerly the mansion, uh, that was sort of causing some problems. Uh, there are all sorts of weird, mysterious things that were happening. You guys actually discovered, a panel in there, this uh, panel that sort of blended a little bit with the wainscoting uh, that was original from when this uh, mansion was originally built. And it had these strange sort of concentric circles of varying depths in it. And it's just basically, you know, wood, just dark wood, etc. cetera. Uh, and you retrieved that, you took it with you, you felt like there might be something up with it and you stored it in your, uh, your storage unit. Uh, now, while you guys were also in the storage unit at different points, um, somebody, I can't remember his name, dickhead, uh, he decided it was a good idea to take something out of a Delta Green, uh, storage unit, uh, and in doing so unleashed a monster, uh, on New York city. And that monster proceeded to kill a whole mess load of people. Uh, so it was, uh, it was rough. It was, it was definitely rough. Um, and Declan has, uh, has been, he's been removed from the job. Let's just put it that way. Uh, so last time around, you all uh, were sorry, trying to dig a little bit more into like the backstory, the history of this building. There is a Robert Soitum uh, fella who used to used to be the owner of this place. There's all sorts of like shady stories about uh, early 20th century uh, in the Red Hook neighborhood, etc. Uh, so Maggie and Lisa, you visited an occult bookshop called the Inkwell. Uh, learned some sort of deep history about some cops like this place Parker place where you like a couple buildings collapsed, killed a bunch of cops and stuff like that, that had been searching the sewers, uh, beneath, uh, Soydum's buildings founds rumored to have found some really disturbing stuff, including bodies. Uh, but as you were leaving the bookshop, you were confronted by a new agent, agent Vincent Palmer, who, uh, was apparently added to the cell because of recent operational failings. Uh, and by that, I mean, Declan, uh, Luca, you went back to that green box and you actually retrieved that wooden panel again. You have been getting messages uh, periodically. Someone's been communicating with you, promising you answers, promising you help, promise to help you kind of eliminate whatever these weird visions you're having of this uh, this uh, this bloated woman that periodically comes to you and haunts you. 
Uh, and you also went to your family's restaurant because you had taken a bag of cash from inside uh, the uh, the Delta Green Box. And uh, you tried to launder it, tried to sort of funnel it through uh, their their money somehow or their uh, their funds somehow. Uh, Maggie, Vince, Vincent and Lisa, you eventually went to that unit again, the green box again. And you noticed that the panel was missing. Uh, it was very fun. Uh, but you also noticed that there were all these familiar scratches and scrapes inside of the storage unit that matched a lot of those that were discovered at the uh, at the construction site. So. There's a presumption that Luca took the panel. Vincent, you wasted no time. You tracked him down, got into a fight with Luca's brother, uh, rolled around on the ground a little bit, et cetera, et cetera. And eventually, uh, eventually tensions, I guess, eased and you returned the panel to the green box. After that, you all decided that you're going to go into the sewers near the construction site and you're going to kind of look around a bit uh, as there's been a lot of stuff that's been pointing to the sewers, et cetera. And a lot of the connections between the missing kids was sort of disappearing into sewer grates or things like that. So you went down in there, and that's when things kind of got really, really, really bad. You discovered that there were all these different strange creatures that uh, up until that point only Maggie had seen. Uh, they were like little cat-slash-monkey people with weird human faces, and they seemed to be protecting what looked to be a second panel-slash-gate, uh, gate being the term that Luca uh, was told it was, uh, hidden within a catch basin in the sewer. Fight ensued. Shots were fired, but also... Maggie, your skin essentially began to rip and wither and uh, inexplicably. Vincent, you um, turned the gun on yourself inexplicably against your own will and would have blown your head off if not for Lisa tackling you to the ground and causing the bullet to essentially go through and rupture your cheek, avoiding all the important bits. And then you all retreated, went back to the surface. You are now where we start up. You are in an alleyway about two to three blocks away from the Garrettson mansion turned condominium construction site. It is evening. The last bits of the sun have just gone down. There's just a tight, a couple light, very light ribbons of orange and pink in the sky left, but it's otherwise growing dark. And we see all of you climb out blood pouring down from Vincent's face. A couple of you who maybe were helping him, you're covered in with it as well. Maggie, your skin, your arm, your neck here and there, it's like it's withered and ripped apart. It's like, uh, you know, necrotized in some way. It just looks gray and dead. And I turn it over to you. What are we doing? Maggie's just chopping up and down in pain. Like, oh my God, it hurts. It hurts. It hurts. Okay, 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 okay. okay. I, I, you're causing a scene. Oh. I understand it hurts. Get in the fucking car. You guys hear the voice? <laughs> hey, hey Gritty, you guys are all right? You you got you guys okay over there? And you see uh, a kind of like sort of Doobie? limping. No, not Doogie. Uh, I think a couple Tony? of you might have met this guy, Tony the Tiger. He's like skinny guy, Tiger. scrawny. And he's like, uh, hey, everyone, okay? Oh my god! As he looks over at, what happened to you, man? Oh man. It yeah, it hurts like hell. It hurts like hell. Just... Um, he starts going through. He's got this heavy coat. Um, and he's kind of reaching in and he pulls out a wad uh, of cloth. It's dirty. It's grimy. He's like, uh, put it to your face, man. You don't want it to... Yeah, just... You You want it to, like, clot or something? Just, yeah. Right there. And he tried to. he tries to reach out. And give you and, and sort of help press this dirty. And Maggie's gonna down. take it to me? and like try to yeah. yeah. 
try to press that, it. You're, you're the one with like your face exploded. <laughs> the one on your face. I was really, I, I was so distracted with what he was going to pull out. I was really going to hope that he was like pulling out some hard drugs or something to offer like <laughs> anesthesia. <laughs> well, no, I can do that too, man. Yeah. Um, hang on. And he pulls out and he's got this little baggie and you can see there's like all sorts of different colors of tablets and pills. So let's see. Those are uppers down. Oh, this, this will just knock you out right here. Uh, I don't even say anything to him, and I do not let that rag touch my face. Uh, but I turn around to get in the car, and I rip my sleeve off because my coat is already ruined with all this blood that's been rushing oh, yeah. down. Uh, so I just rip my sleeve off, and I just start pressing it up, and I, I get in the car, and I, I'm going to try and clean myself up. Okay. What rest are you doing? Thank you. Uh, we got we to gotta go to the hospital. I'm sure you understand. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't really take... Uh, us, but yeah, no, 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 no. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, are you guys in a sewer? He's kind of like looking down at all the cones and like the half like tilted lid. Like you, you guys went, and you guys still have some of you still have like I think reflective orange vests, and there's uh, the bright. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There's a bright orange vest. You all like kicked and beat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you guys that. the sewers? Did you guys get like a tap of like alligators or something, man? Uh, no, no alligators. Uh, thankfully, there there was a in that nest of uh, in. I want to roll some like bureaucracy or something to see how well I actually do before I describe what I think is happening. <laughs> are you just trying to bullshit them? Is that all you're trying to do? Uh, um, yeah, basically. I don't think it's bureaucracy, but I mean, maybe a persuade, basically. Um, persuade. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't think bureaucracy applies. Um, in this case. But rip a persuade. That's a fail. Yeah, I mean, you bullshit around a bit and you just try to come up with a story and you can see he's like blinking. His eyes are really wide. You can tell he might be on something, um, but he's just like, OK, right. Right. OK. Uh, yeah. All right. Whatever. Uh, sorry I asked. OK. Yeah. Uh, and if Vin you starts just... honking the horn from the car. <laughs> Warn your friends to like avoid this area until the uh, spray that we put through finally, you know, make sure it gets everything. Okay, right. And he kind of like gives you like a wink. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Because uh, there's yeah, cause no, the no, uh, stuff that we put down there will do this to you. You don't want that. All you gotta do is like give me twenty bucks, and I'll say whatever the fuck you want me to say. Here you go, and Lisa just gives him a twenty, and then fucking she's shoving Maggie she's like, towards the car, laying on the car, sewers, whatever. Okay, got if it. If you see any animals, they're, they're not cats. Don't pet them. No cats. Don't pet animals. Got it. Check. Maggie, uh, <laughs> she's. <just> like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm debating if Maggie wants to take half of one of those things that'll like put He's her up a little bit of her misery. I'll take I'll, yes, I'll I'll take one of okay. those. All right. I'll so, drop another twenty. Okay, go ahead and if you could please just roll a luck test. <laughs> it this seems like fun. A a bunch of different kinds. Uh and see how you go. Because if you if you All pass right. your luck test, it is a painkiller. If you Perfect. don't pass your luck test, it is something else. Please be a fucked up psychedelic. <laughs> I got a 51. 51 is a fail. 
Damn it. It was so close. (laughs) Uh, Okay. You pop it. There's no immediate effect. It could be a couple minutes before anything kicks in, but you pop one and and that's that. (laughs) You still hear the car. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We go into the car. (laughs) Okay. All of you are in the car. Um, What's the plan? You guys need the hospital immediately. Are you okay? Is arts a lot? Has it stopped doing what it was doing? Like, I know I'm still in pain. I get that, but like, mm-hmm. is is it not spreading it's further? Like it's spreading or any like... further? No. So you have it's basically we'll say it's like up your neck a little bit, just underneath your chin, and then kind of on one of your arms. Uh, we'll say it's like kind of weaved around like your forearm uh, and wrist. Uh, and I'll say that, like, so, like, you can see this sort of deadened gray uh, color, and the texture is like hardened, like it's lacking moisture. It definitely feels like dead skin. Um, but by dead skin, I mean like dead, like as in a corpse, kind of dead. Like you even when you touch it, you stop. You stop feeling like there's no feeling there. Like it's just completely numb. Mm. Okay. Um. Would you say Luca? I'm probably covered in blood because I tackled Vin, yeah. uh, and I was in close proximity. Would you say Luca is blood yeah, free? I, I think Luca's probably yeah. I think he's probably. Could we free. maybe swing by a pharmacy or something and like have Luca run in, or maybe we go Ooh. to the, somewhere and then he goes? Yeah. No problem. You guys drive. Careful going to a- pharmacies. That's how you get black bag. He's probably yeah. still there. <laughs> that is the lesson I took from that. Find the right like, stuff, yeah. I gotta go find Declan. I'm gonna go to the pharmacy, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you guys find a pharmacy. No problem. First aid kits, all that kind of you get whatever you need, gauze, etc. Uh so if you uh, are you looking to sort of do your own little first aid? Is yeah, no, I'm I'm asking Lisa to do it to me. Okay. Uh, okay. so, so we're basically doing stabilization. So anybody that is doing this is, uh, so it would be one will be targeting Maggie. One will be targeting Vincent. Uh, it'll be a first aid test. Um, if you are successful, you can immediately heal 1d4 HP. If you critically, critically succeed, you will, uh, you will double that healing. If you fumble, it will inflict damage instead. Uh, and this is basically... Success or failure, you basically get one shot at this for for stabilizing it, like immediate treat or immediate um, first aid like this. Hey um, Ashley, sh- yeah. don't fumble. <laughs> I'm sorry. Good don't for the stream if you do. I, I love that you jinxed me on this, and now I'm probably more. <laughs> do you have some audience bits? If I want to remind like you, Ashley, uh, that Stephen shot you in the head a couple times during Mothership. Just throwing that out. There. <laughs> if this was Mothership. He shot, might as well end it, get a new teamy. But this <laughs> All right. isn't. All right, Lisa, rip a first aid as in the car outside this, uh, like, well, maybe you park down an alleyway behind it, whatever, uh, behind the pharmacy. You guys are, are trying to stitch yourselves up as best you can, treating yourselves as best you can. Okay, uh, I'm going to do a it. player boost. Yeah, I saw that. Damn it, and I should have done two. Okay. Because uh, my um, target was 40, I did 45. I'm not okay. important enough to you to use a second player boost. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, so, Vincent, I'll say this: like the uh, the the like the bleeding is going to be going on for a while, but there's enough 
there's enough pressure being done, like you are going to need stitches probably, uh, I would imagine, as your cheek just got ruptured by a uh, by a bullet. Um, fortunately, you don't see, like Lisa just looking at it, you can tell that there, the bullet is not still in his head. It, it, yeah. it came free. Uh, there might be a tooth or two missing. Um, he's probably going to need some dental work and some stitching. He's, it's Maybe not that's fatal. why it's still so bad. It's like she's able to like kind of close the gap, but she's not able to stop the bleeding or your tooth. Okay. And then, uh, Maggie, were you rolling it on yourself? Um, you have sure. as much first aid as I do. Okay. I will take two because, you know, it's me. Okay. Wow. All right. Straight. <laughs> 59 over 50. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't see wounds, really? Like, Maggie, like, it's like you're, like, the part where your gray skin is sort of torn a bit, there's, like, no blood pouring out the way that Vincent is. Like, you don't really have, like, a lot of blood at all. It's just, like, everything feels dead everything feels a little heavy and there's like this, this deadened sensation to the patches where the grays, um, likely, I mean, you would probably imagine some skin grafting might be in order to, um, prevent some discoloration and scarring for the future. Yeah. I'm just slathering stuff and wrapping yeah. and like, that's where I land from what you, yeah, from what you can tell, it's, it's, it's probably not going, you don't think it's any worse. Like Vince, Vincent's still in a little bit of trouble. Just, I mean, not like he's not going to die, but he is losing a lot of blood, probably getting a little lightheaded. Uh, but I think you guys are probably smart enough to be able to keep that in order. Um, but in terms of like actually regaining HP, I don't think that's going to happen at this point. You all do have the option if you really wanted to, to take him to a hospital. Um, that is treatment. So that's the other thing you can potentially do. Uh, that's where someone would actually, uh, like a doctor would attempt a surgery or a medicine test um, that could repair some of what's going on. The problem that you might face, and all of you would know this, uh, is that... He has a gunshot wound gunshot to the face. Yeah. And it's New York. And I mean, it's really, it's just anywhere, really, but like, especially New York uh, might pop up uh, some mm -hmm. questions. Yep. Yeah. We are, we're, we're doing this at home and uh, doing a bad job of it. So, and then lastly, like, there's always recuperation, and that's really just time. Like over time, you'll heal it back and everything. So it's really sort of up to you. Like we can say that Lisa attempts like a crude stitch or we can say that Lisa attempts to just kind of super glue the cheek together. Uh, mm. to keep my you face from, is like, my moneymaker. I think I'm going to the ER. All right. Okay. I'm driving there then. All right, Luca, you drive him to the closest hospital. Vincent, you go into the ER and obviously they see what's up. Uh, you are not alone in the ER. Uh, there are many other people that are here, but you are able to be seen pretty quickly. Uh, that's why I just rolled. Um, you are eventually taken back into uh, sort of like a kind of a curtained area. It's not like a private room or anything. It's just sort of curtained area. Someone will come in and start taking a look at it and they will start asking questions. And so they'll, they'll start asking questions about what happened and you know, what, you know, what did this, who did this, this kind of thing. What, what does Vin say 
What, what is his? I make up a story, story about. Uh, I was cleaning my gun. I thought it was empty. I was just joking around. I'd been drinking too much. I was hanging out with my buddy Luca. He saw the whole thing. Okay, Luca, do you go into the ER with him and like wait in the? Oh, sorry. If you didn't go in, I won't. I won't draw you into it. Yeah, I don't think I would follow. Hawk's <laughs> <You're, you're right. laughs> <laughs> got his own problems, especially okay, so after you guys fucking had that brawl. So I was <laughs> hanging out with my buddy brother. Inferno. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was hanging out with my buddy Inferno, uh, and he he just was. I'd been drinking. He made a stupid dare. I thought it was empty. I was cleaning it, and I just yeah. Gotcha. We were joking. Okay. We watched Fight Club. Roll of persuasion, um, minus 20. Minus 20, that's fair, that's fair. Uh, uh, so I need a 30 on this. Yep. This is a uh, story to sell. Not possible. That was an 83, so that's a failure. Oh my gosh. Like, uh, okay, I'm like, yeah, 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 uh, hey, just do it. And they're like stitching and kind of looking at it here and there, checking, like, you know, doing this, like, Injecting some localized anesthetic and stuff, etc. Like, all right, just hold this here. Hold this here really quick. Hold this here really quick. And like they, they close the curtain. Um moments later, uh, you can see that a police officer that is on call or that is that is sort of stationed here in the ER uh comes in and starts asking you questions about what happened, uh license. Do you have a licensed weapon? Do you have the firearm on you? All these types of things. Um, less concerned necessarily with your mental health, but more concerned with sort of like the legality of gun. Um, how do you handle this? I think the legality of the gun, it would be a legal, legal gun. I wouldn't be uh, having an unlicensed firearm on me in New York. Uh, and I'd probably end up giving my real name Vincent Palmer just to, you know, I'll be in the system, but there's nothing to tie me with anything, so I'm not too worried about it. Uh, and I'm okay. just going with the whole accident. And I'm probably, which is probably why I failed so hard, is I'm probably acting, like, overly happy to make it seem like I wasn't depressed. I was just being drunk and stupid. Okay. And I'm probably giving them the other impression that I'm high or something like that because of how I'm, yeah, I don't know. I think what's going to happen, and we don't have to play it all out, but what's going to happen is they're going to file a police report, take a statement. They are going to admit you to the hospital overnight for observation. Uh, and because of what happened, like they're going to they're going to basically keep an eye on you, uh, not just because they're pumping you filled with painkillers, but because you came in with a parent gunshot wound to the face, self-inflicted. Uh, so you find yourself in the hospital overnight. Uh, on severe observation in a police report being filed under your actual name. And I think that's is what it is, unfortunately. Result. Okay. So Vincent then is stuck in the hospital at the very least for a night. Um, so we'll turn back to the rest of you then. What are your plans for the rest of the night? All right. Vincent's being taken care of. Yeah, I, I don't know that I want to go to the hospital with this. I don't know that this is going to... Uh... Any modern medicine is going to know what the hell to do with this. So I think I'm just going to deal. Get some rest, I think, for tonight. How late is it? 
Uh, probably by the time you guys go to the go to the drugstore, get to the hospital. I mean, mid, it's 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 before midnight. I would say I don't know, eight nine o'clock, something like that. That's not super late. We'll reconvene the things we saw down there. Didn't get a clear look. That's that's I don't know what the hell we're gonna do about that, but that they were strong. Yeah, you're and, lucky. Yeah, that shit was freaky as fuck. It's unnatural. Like, we it is our job to uh, you know tamp out any incursion, but that incursions. Biting back pretty That's hard. That's when Lisa starts digging around in her purse for her camera and she realizes that Vincent fucking destroyed that shit. And she's like, oh, I hope I saved those pictures of my daughter before you fucked it up. <laughs> oh, that's a bummer. Ah. All right. Uh, I want to sleep this off. Are you comfortable? Do you, do you want to stay with someone? Uh, I'm fine. I'll be fine. I'll just get some sleep. Okay. Okay. Maggie heads back to her hotel, get some sleep. Lisa, do you head back to your aunt's or do you stay in the city? Not a um, trick question. I just, I just want to No, just yeah, because if we're not doing anything tonight, then Lisa okay. would go home. Yeah. All right. And then Luca, what do you do for the night? So everyone else is sort of accounted for. What does Luca do for the night? I'll be in the city nearby since this cool. area is a hotspot. Just back to your apartment? Or are you like actively like on watch for something? Uh, what do you mean actively on watch? I think I'm just going to... No, like do you stake out something? Like do you wait outside the hospital? Do you stake out like the mansion? You know, I, I was just, when you said you were in the city, I just wanted to see okay. if you were actually doing something or just like resting at your Oh, no. At your Let's just pick up the apartment. Okay, so then I don't see any reason why we can't just fast forward then to the morning where all of you have returned to your abodes. You have gotten whatever rest. Vincent, you can go ahead and roll a D4 and recover that amount of HP uh, from the treatment that you were given by the doctor. Are we saying it's an automatic success or are you going to roll a surgery uh, medicine That's test? actually a good point. I should roll, shouldn't I? Yeah, because I'm fit. hoping... Just kidding. It's a 36. It's a success. So you can go ahead okay. and take 1d4. 1d4. And can I do a... Uh, three. Con hey, I'm at max health. Okay. Look at you. Can I do a con times five test since I uh, rested in a safe place with proper food and water? Okay. Sure. For con recuperation? Yep. Okay. Anybody who Anybody can do that too if they have any loss of HP. I'm just looking at what my contacts five is. All right. Um, I would like to get better, so I'm going to take another one and roll an 84. Son of a... Hmm. You wake up and you Son still feel stiff. <laughs> and like like everything's kind of stiff and, and like your wrist is... is it's, al it's almost arthritic in a way. Like your hand is, isn't flexing quite properly and your neck kind of hurts a little bit or it's difficult to turn in one direction you just feel like the skin is almost causing kind of causing your your movements to be a little bit resisted um but again it doesn't spread so like everything that you had still seems to be where it was um i will say that jeff to melissa in order to really get rid of this you will need to be taking time to get surgery done to 
peel off this dead skin, possibly get skin grass if you're looking. And in some cases, it's going to be essentially leave you with some some pretty uh, pretty clear scars. And Vincent, obviously, you're going to have uh, a facial scar. Okay. Like I had an actual doctor look at it, so it's going to be minimized, and it'll, you know, like chicks dig scars, so it'll be a good looking scar, right? Uh, well, Lisa took the first stab at it, so oh. Lisa, you screwed me. So. <laughs> you know, I think it's attractive. Lisa does. She's like character. Sure. Oh, romance, yearning. Oh, wouldn't have expected that. Don't agree. Lisa's got a boyfriend. <laughs> but does you're she? on the rocks. Does she? That's true. He did That's leave. a great question. Right. He did leave. So, you guys will next day. Luca, Maggie, Lisa, unimpeded, no issues. You can get up. You can do whatever you want. This is, I think, a Wednesday. I think that's when we're at. Yeah. Uh, Vincent, however, you have a little bit more trouble. Um, you have to go through sort of like a psyche vow. Like people start asking you tons and tons of questions about what's your state of mind. Walk us through now that you're kind of like off the meds. Plus, you're feeling a lot of pain in your face. You miss, you're missing two teeth. You're, you're going to need dental reconstruction surgery in there, and you're probably going to need some stuff replaced. Uh, so what I would like you to do, Vincent, if you wouldn't mind, um, I would like you to roll a, I want to say psychotherapy, um, but I will take, I will take persuade at a minus 10 to try to convey the psyche of a person who really did make him just make an honest, accidental, stupid mistake. And that none of the dark, deep-seated Delta Green horrors that are beneath the surface oh, of yeah, he would fail psyche though. don't come out. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's kind of where I'm at here. So it's either going to be no, no, straight-up psychotherapy fair. or persuade with minus 10. Okay, so I can do psychotherapy at 10, or I can do persuade with minus 10 for a total of 40. So I think I'm going to go for the that's 40. Fair, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, and I'm going to take I thought you were going to say, so I'm so, going to do psychotherapy. You always get so freaking snarky. I don't have like all of your freaking skills memorized. You guys have like 100 skills. I'm saying it for the audience more than you, Jeff. No, you're, not. you're, being, a, you're being a snark. Uh, I rolled I a 97. Sorry, that's not enough. He was going <laughs> to oh, nerf himself. Shit. Uh, that's not enough. And I'm going to say that you're going to be kept, um, an observation for another day. You're moved. Out and of I the still ER. have the scar. You're moved out of the ER. Uh, there are some concerns. This basic, um, is sort of, uh, I don't know, Melissa, what would they be? They would, is it just a social worker? Like, like what would the category of person like sort of assessing mental uh, health? And, uh, would you know? It would be some type of a psychiatrist or a psychiatric nurse practitioner who would be okay. doing the I am a middle-aged white guy, though, so I don't think they would care too much. Mm. I, th mm. I think I that hospitals works. are going to look for, can we get this person in a bed for another night? Yeah. <laughs> and so do I, I at least get the grippy okay. socks? Give me the grippy socks, at least. Uh, no. You no, get no, grippy no. socks. You don't get anything with laces. So Vincent is quite literally... Um, Quite literally kept under observation for an extra day. Okay. So the rest of you. Not his first timer. <laughs> the rest of you. What's the plan? I inquired I Lisa saying. more about the okay. panel and what she saw. Okay. Um, uh, you mean like in the storage unit? No, under the sewers. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. So Lisa will go into detail of like what she saw uh, and then like remind you about the scratches and stuff that we found in the storage unit with the panel that we removed uh, and then returned and then removed and then returned. Um, and, and then she will go into like detail about like the creepy creature that she witnessed because she got pretty close to one and just how unsettling it was. Uh, and and how she was yelling for Vin to shoot it and how quickly this creature was able to move out of the way and just how unnatural the whole situation was. So, so it sounds like Vin didn't get any clean shots in. I, it seemed clean. Like I've, I've shot guns before, but this, they just, they move so fast. It's not natural. I think the best thing we can do is get this panel either destroy or collect it. I agree. Uh, but there was another panel there. So I don't know if it's better if we try and trap them with the panel we have and, and kill them or do we just destroy the panel and then try and destroy the other panel? And And how do you kill something that can can dodge a bullet. So the the panel in the sewer was that like tied down or, or like in the walls in the concrete? So there was this like uh, drainage pipe thing. It's really small, like a person can't fit into it, but a small creature, like a raccoon cat sized thing, can. So it's like L shaped, and we looked in from the bottom, and there was like inside there like a small kind of room where the panel was. Then I think we either detonate or fill it up with concrete. That could that could be good. Do so we? We'll spend the day maybe construction store buying up some concrete. Yeah, I mean concrete, cement stuff like that's easy. Like there's no issues with that. You don't know, like there's nothing to worry about. You just go you know go to like a Home Depot or Lowe's grab. You know, or a hardware store, grab a, a bag of, uh, you know, a bag, and uh, that's not an issue. Um, if you wanted explosives, slightly bigger issue, trying to requisition that kind of stuff, figuring out where you get it from. But if you just want to do the concrete stuff, that's that's yeah, that's just a, a mundane, mu mundane hardware store. Yeah, yeah, I think we go that route then. Yeah, okay. Um, so sometime we'll say afternoon wise, Maggie, Lisa, Luca, we'll say you've got. Uh, you've got your concrete, you got your cement, you got all the tools and stuff that you would basically need. We'll say it's early afternoon. You still haven't heard from Vincent. Uh, I'm going to say, I've looked it up, by the way. Uh, I can hold you, Stephen, uh, for 72, 72 hours. For 72 hours. <laughs> so you know. I know that for uh, completely different reasons. Not, because I'm a GM also, I've, I've looked it up. Yeah. yeah. Voluntary All the things that we yeah. look up. For these games, there's a gamut. I'm not necessarily going to do that. I'm going to give you an opportunity the next day to answer some more questions. And if you fail again, then we'll go for another day. So that's basically how I'm going to treat it. So with Vin, with Vin not responding, it's up to you guys. Um, you have one of those panels or gates already locked away in the green box. Um, you do have evidence that something came out of it possibly and was scraping at the uh, 
at the sort of drop down gate. Uh, so do you guys want to take care of that do you, during the day? Do you want to go back to the alleyway? Did you, like, what, 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 what are we thinking? So I don't know how you guys were thinking we could destroy this panel, but I'm wondering if we could encase it in cement. Um, so that if something does try and come through it, it can't. It's, it just nullifies this this object. Oh, the original one as well? The first yeah. one to go. So we do cement for both of them. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay, we get like a giant oil barrel and put it in there. Yeah, or like what we could do Ooh. is you could like frame. A drum. You yeah. got it? Yeah. That was a nice drum, yeah. I know, right? Thank you, Long. That was excellent. <laughs> Intentional. Long, take a point of sanity back for your hilarious oh. joke. <laughs> for calling out. Wait, wait, wait. We can get sanity for jokes? I'm sorry. I can't hear you. You're under a psychiatric hold. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Take a point yeah. of sanity back for that hilarious joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been at zero since the. The third episode. Uh, okay, so what do you want to tackle first? Do you want to tackle the one that you already have in custody, basically, or do you want to tackle the one that's out in the the street in the sewer still? Um, Lisa would vote the one that we have just to uh, give Vin an opportunity to show up because we know he's in the hospital. Yeah, and plus uh, I don't think we want to be out in the open during the day. So the second one could be later in the evening. Yeah. So if we, I, I Lisa, I think that's a great idea to kind of encase it with concrete. Um, if we do that with this one, it means that we can't try to trap them on this side and fight them. If that was something you wanted to do, if that wasn't something you wanted to do, then we don't have I to mean, worry about that. My concern is how do you kill something that can dodge a bullet? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I think getting rid of the gates will probably is the minimum to say that we did a relatively decent job. Pouring concrete? Hell yeah. Good to okay. right. So we'll say that on your trip to the construction store, you were able to get a barrel as well. You can buy like, you know, rain barrels and things like that. Like those things are purchasable. And you head back to the glorious and wonderful We Store You in Jamaica, Queens. The same exact guy again is on. <laughs> I mean, he's just always there. This so poor dedicated. Man. <laughs> Gives you guys just the dirtiest of looks uh, as you um, as you come in. Because last time around, you realized it didn't go so well. But there you are. Wheeling in like this barrel on its side. A couple of you got some like you maybe a, a bag or two of of uh, of cement, um, other things, etc. Um, and you you go ahead and you punch in the proper codes. Pull up the uh, you pull up the door, and you can see that inside uh, there is an army of monkeys holding AK-47s firing at you. God, I want to do that so bad, but no, <laughs> that is not what happens. Everything in there that we've seen before is still in there. So we can see that in the, uh, the bucket, the broken pedestal with the teak wood box, uh, we can see that the money that you already took, Luke is gone. The AK-47s are still there. The stacks of like, like, uh, reader's digests and like national geographic and stuff is there. Um, and we can see off on, on the side of the wall, 
the panel. And again, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a piece of plywood. It's like, it's, it's, it's that big. It's like maybe four by like three or so. It's, it's not, it's, it's, you know, it's chunky. Um, so it's not the easiest thing to move around, but it's not extraordinarily heavy. Uh, but you can see that inside of it, it's got those impossible circles and things like that. Uh, Lisa and Maggie during your, during some of your research and you're kind of digging back into Robert Soitum and everything like that, you did find those strange, like one of that, that really kind of off putting image that at, at first glance through like the newspaper and through like a microfiche almost looked just like a, like a Jesus picture, but you realized it was something probably different. Uh, when you spoke with Laverna Hearn and everything like that, there was like this, this issue maybe with like, uh, like, like this, this, um, this cult, uh, mm-hmm. of the blessed woman, basically visitation of the blessed woman gave you this sort it's of Lilith. Yeah, maybe that was the theory or at least back in the day, but no one really knows for sure. Um, and so that's what you're looking at. Um, so what's the plan? We'll handle the panel, put in the drum. Okay. Just mix the concrete, some water we have in five gallon bottles and just start stirring. All right. So that was detailed. I appreciate the step by step details on that. <laughs> Luca, as you as you pick up the panel, you hear a voice in your head. Uh, you hear a voice say, Come. Come through. Come. And you can see kind of wince doing this work. Do you, do you need a break with the stirring? Like I, I can, ta- I'd rather not, but like I can tag in if I have to. Did you guys say something? N- no. You hear, you hear the voice. Yeah, so as as like you're kind of talking, like the voice kind of kicks up again and you realize like it's it's telling you something. It's telling you it's like kind of trying to give you instructions. It's like focus. Think. Travel. Think. It's just really trying to like impress upon you how the gate works. You've got in your hands, you place it in the barrel. You've got the bag of cement ready to go. You've got all this stuff, you know, like every, like everything's there. Like you have it in your hands. You're ready to, to sort of put it into the barrel. And this voice is just telling you and telling you about what to think, how to use, what to do. I want to roll something to see if I follow the instructions or not. Okay. Um, I would say a POW, probably, power test, POW times five. Is probably my worst stat, so let's do it. Okay. (laughs) Oh, God. So I have nine in there. My feature in that is easily distracted. So, yeah. (laughs) This is perfect. (laughs) This is perfect. So, 45 or under? I rolled a five. Okay. Wow. Okay. So you shake it off. You know you're being spoken to. You know there's, you know, this has happened before, but you shake it off. You saw what happened in the se- in the sewers, and you place it down into the into the cement mixture, uh, and 
you get the you get the the cap. You put it on top. Now it's it's barely fitting, um, but mm-hmm. we'll say that you managed to get a barrel just wide enough, just for fun. And you sort of wedge it down in there. Uh, you filled up the the bucket with enough cement, and then you put a cap over top of it. Obviously, it's going to take a little time for the cement to harden. But for all intents and purposes, as best you can tell, you have um, you have gone and you have managed to uh, to stop it. Uh, Maggie had uh, made a small purchase while we were uh, at the store collecting things. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she got some uh, some spray paint, and she's going <laughs> to spray paint on the side of the barrel. Do not open, and on the top with the lid, she's going to spray paint. Lisa got duct Do tape, not. and she's duct taping <laughs> this fucking lid on. So, funny story about that, Ashley. Um, as Maggie is on the side spraying and like Luca, you're like kind of sealing the top, like you're snapping it down, snapping it down, making sure that's in, you've shaken it off. Um, and Maggie, you're spraying like, do not touch, don't open whatever it is that you want to spray. Um, you feel something smash along the back of your head. Um, one sec. Oh, we didn't Maybe. sweep the thing before we did the thing. You did Oops. not. Oops. Um, okay. We're bad. <laughs> We're bad at this. <laughs> As with the butt of one of these AK 47s, you turn. You really are. And you see Lisa has smashed the AK 47 into the back of your head. And Maggie, you go tumbling to the ground. Go ahead and take two points of damage uh, as she just smashes down. And then you guys watch as Lisa continues to sort of smash away at the barrel and is seeming to try to like, just like tip the barrel over, smash into barrel, that kind of thing. Um, Luca, what are you doing? We'll say you you get next up. Sorry, Ash, I rolled your, I rolled your test in secret because I wanted to, Nothing. to let this go. Yeah. Go ahead there, Luca. I'm going to restrain Lisa, tackle her, disarm her. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll, uh, should be unarmed combat. If you're just trying to like disarm her, take her down, um, will be contested. Um, seven under 60. All right. You got her, uh, 86 over 30 on her dodge as you do manage to tackle her to the ground. AK 47 goes clattering off to the side. Um, Maggie, you're rolling around as now Luca has kind of pinned Lisa to the ground, uh, Maggie, your the back of your head is just bleeding a little bit. Like it, it's again, it's just a really bad hit. You're probably a little little woozy here and there, but you hear sort of the shuffling of things in the far recesses of this storage unit. And I'll let you do something, Maggie. So what do you want to do? What the hell, Lisa? God, I. What the? What is the matter with you? Is that and that's and that's what you that's do? That's the face Lisa said. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh go ahead and roll pal times five then, Maggie, if that's all you're gonna do. Yeah, I am taking a beat because I just got hit upside the head and I'm like almost out of HP. Uh <laughs> rolled a ninety-nine. Oh my 90 gosh. Okay. Freaking nine. You you start yelling at Lisa 
but then your like your mind is just oh it hurts just oh god that oh, the blood and you look up and as you look up you realize that you have tipped over the barrel and spilling out onto the ground is the still liquefied cement and you can see that there is like enough of the uh, enough of the barrel itself that's open and you kind of spin it around and you kind of start trying to crawl inside uh lisa uh go ahead and roll another pal times five uh i'm sorry maggie tries to start crawling inside the yes the, you not so okay. you knocked I, over the barrel okay. the cements on the ground and now you're trying to climb inside lisa how did you do oh cool Uh, 31 right. success. Okay. You, there was, it, it just felt like there was like a compulsion in your head, like some suggestion to, um, to do something that you didn't even want to do. You don't even know where it came from. Um, but now it's, it's sort of worn off and you're, you're on the ground, like tackled by Luca. Uh, I would say both of you can, can hear the sound of the barrel having been knocked over. There is just cement all on the ground and Maggie is crawling inside the barrel. Uh, two of you can do something before Maggie goes again. What would that be? Get the barrel. I'll get Maggie. Uh, no, 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 no. I'll, I'll get Maggie. You, the, those things have to be in here. Cause, cause Vin, they made Vin shoot himself and Maggie is going to go diving or Lisa is going to go diving to grab Maggie and tackle her back. Okay. Uh, so I'll say, go ahead and roll um, unarmed combat versus Maggie. Roll your dodge uh, as you basically just sort of shove her off a bit. Um, you just kind of kick at her as, she's, as you're still trying to literally crawl inside this large barrel. I would say Maggie. Is Maggie like a, a particularly large person? Is she like tall, big, shouldered, or is she sort of small? Fuck. <laughs> it doesn't matter. She crit failed. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, Lisa, you go stumbling after Maggie, uh, but your foot slips in the sludge of the cement, uh, and then you go flying and knocking directly into that pedestal uh, that was inside of the uh, inside of the the bucket. It says, "Do not touch." sends that thing carting over. You can see the box just slides across and starts shaking over in the corner. Uh, but then this whole massive stack of like National Geographic's floor to ceiling and, and, and like Reader's Digest that goes back decades, just teeters, teeters, and then falls on top of Lisa, basically burying her beneath magazines our parents and grandparents read when we were young. Or red. Uh, okay. So that, Lisa, that's going to be the critical failure. You're, you're tagged underneath it. Uh, okay. Luca, what were you doing? I'll grab the AK and scan the room. The turn light okay. on. Uh, okay. With all of the change in the room at this point, with the uh, with the sort of the, the tumbling down uh, of the... Um, of all of these, uh, of all these magazines, you do see with your very high alertness, there are some shadows in the back. Um, moving about, you definitely think in the far recesses, there's at least, at least two, maybe more. Your alertness is pretty high. They are well hidden. 
uh, and like kind of crouching down here and there. They're they're not trying to make themselves known, but you can occasionally see a flicker of light off of an overly human eye. I'm going to try to identify before I start firing. Okay. Uh, you, I mean, I would say you would, you, it's one of them. Like it, it, oh, okay. it's, it's one of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll just start blasting away. Then I'm just going to load this clip. The AK. Okay. Roll a luck test. Okay. Luck. Oh, yes, I'm I'm the out. So the stuff that goes oh. in a Delta green green box. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't <laughs> like really good stuff. It's usually something bad. Uh, so just uh, roll 62, I failed. Okay. You, so let me just, I just want to double check something um, before I resolve this. Okay. Uh, it, no, it, it, it goes off. Like the, the, you start, you just spray along the back, super loud. <laughs> um, and you realize uh, that like, first of all, it's echoing something fierce. The sound of an AK-47 just, just echoed throughout this storage unit. Uh, go ahead and roll your attack. Like roll an actual attack. Okay. Uh, and minus oh. 20 to anything you roll. This will be firearms, right? Yeah, it'll be firearms. Ooh, an 89. That is not good. Oh. So you just light up the rear of this storage unit and it works. Everything's firing. Ding, ding, ding. Things are kind of bouncing off the walls. And one of them just sort of ricochets, like, like one of these bullets just sort of puts a hole in it, but one of them ricochets off and you just feel like a little cut along your arm. Go ahead and take a point of damage as one of the bullets ricochets and just catches you right in the arm as you're in a very tight quarters. Uh, but you can hear them like, you can hear this like, like, like screeching in the back. Um, okay. Maggie, I need you to roll a very important pow test for me. If you could, please. Okay. See if I can do better than a 99. <laughs> 80 freaking two. Okay. Uh, you are given sort of sort of instructions as you crawl into this barrel. Uh, the the barrel is half spilling out with cement on the ground uh, nearby. Lisa is covered in all these magazines. Luca is firing her way at the back uh, of this storage unit. Maggie, voices appear and they whisper in your head and they tell you what to do. And as you crawl on top uh, of the of this of this panel, this gate, go ahead and take 1d4 sand loss in a single point of willpower loss. Luca, you can see this. I'll say, Lisa, you actually can't uh, beneficially. Luca, as you look down, you watch at, into, the, into the barrel itself that Maggie seems to sort of move along this sort of impossible perspective. Like you're looking inside, it makes no sense as she's just crawling in and she is effectively cuddling and like inside uh, has managed to cramp herself on top of this panel. Uh, and as she's sitting there, she just starts to like drift and sort of disappear and become this sort of this, this, this physical movement, this recession into the panel. 
it's impossible. Like your brain starts to break down trying to calculate the geometry of it all. Uh, go ahead and it's just a straight up 1D4 sand loss. Uh, it's not even a test. Um, I rolled a four. Of course you did. <laughs> of course I did. <laughs> and then a second later, Luca, she's gone. Can she push that off into a bump? Yes. Yes, yeah, you can both. Can you can still do that. You should option. still be able to do that. Yeah. You guys can both push it off into the bottom. Yeah, normally normally there's sand tests, but this one's just sort of straight up lost. Uh, but yeah, you can go ahead and push it into the bottom. And this want. is definitely unnatural for both, right? <laughs> oh, very much so. <laughs> very much so. Okay. Thank so, you for the reminder of that, Ashley. I've been forgetting. With that in mind, um, what do you two now do? Uh, Lisa, you're, I would say this turn, you're just sort of yeah. getting yourself up. You hear the sound, the sounds of, of, of gunfire. When you, when you come up from uh, beneath the, the magazines uh, and you look over, you can see the spilled cement. You can see the gate is sort of half pushed out. It's sort of, uh, Maggie's not there. Last you saw, she was crawling inside. She's not there. The gate, since it's inside the barrel, the barrel's just sort of rolling a little bit back and forth here and there. And she's not, as far as you can tell, there. Um, Luca is firing into the back of the uh, into the back of the the storage unit, uh, and you can see that he is trying to fire at these these shadows that are moving in the back. Occasionally, an eye pops up that you can tell there's someone back there. What do you guys want to do? Uh, when Lisa like resurfaces out of all of these magazines, uh, her first thing she's going to do she's going to look at the barrel. And then where the where the fuck is Maggie as she's going to uh, reach for Luca's handgun if he has it still, because I presume that's closer than anything else. And then also point towards the co corner to see if anything's advancing at us. OK, uh, they are very much hiding in the back. Yeah. Uh, OK, so we'll say. Do you do you have your weapon on your hip, Luca? Would, you, would that be? Okay, yeah, she'll, she'll reach out. Okay, Luca, what do you want to do? You just saw Maggie literally disappear down this like distant perspective, and then just is gone. Uh, and you can still see peeking out where there's like some chunks here and there of the of the cement that's that's still uh, kind of covering the panel. But a lot of those concentric circles and things like that are still visible. What do you want to do, Luca? Hmm. Tempted to go through as well, but she's kind of <laughs> gone. We gotta clean this up somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Just pin it on Maggie. <laughs> okay, so for now, what is that? What is that yeah, for Luca? Then for now, I'm gonna upright the barrel to get that cleaned okay. up. Okay. Uh, so you have the barrel upright. Uh, those things are not closing in on you, uh, but they are kind of hiding in the back. You can tell. I would say the two of you can tell that there's at least two, maybe three back there. Uh, they are well hidden. Um, and there is all manner of like just trash and stuff. Not trash, but like whatever that's, that's been stored is all in the back. Um, so then you're just going to up. Are you going to upright? Are you going to do anything else? You're just going to like, like you sort of bring the, the barrel, stand it up. Anything else you want to do? Mm, that's like my action, right? I can't really attack. Do anything else? Uh, I would say if you're 
if you're picking it up, I would say, yeah, I would say you probably can't attack it maybe in the same, but you can do like some other small thing if you wanted. Scan the room some more to see if there's anything of use, like a weapon or an explosive. There's a stack of AK-47s. Yeah. In addition to the stack of AK-47s? Yeah, you know what, addition, maybe there's something spicy. It didn't um, work. <laughs> roll a luck test. No, it did work. You just missed. Sure. <laughs> Go ahead and roll a luck test. We'll see if there's maybe a grenade or two. Ooh, crit success. Uh, I will say there is, in fact, you see rolling on the ground, uh, coming from it was sort of knocked loose, knocked free from when Lisa had stumbled into the, all the magazines. There is a grenade rolling around on the ground. Grab it. Okay, you grab it. Lisa, what do you want to do? Uh, I, I think at this point, she's still kind of weirded out. Like, where the fuck did Maggie go? So uh, she'd be, I think, looking around to see if I can find Maggie. Because I didn't see anything happening with the barrel. Okay. Um, I told you she went through, though. Oh, okay. Uh, then I think Lisa honestly would kind of scramble to the barrel and see how the fuck she did that. Like, she's not, like, drowning in the cement or anything. Like, It's abundantly clear she's not inside the barrel. Like, I, I want to give you an opportunity to do something, guys, because there's three enemies that are in the back of the room that, like, you guys yeah. haven't done anything with, and they're going they're about to go, so... Then I I will attempt to shoot at them in <laughs> okay. the back, yeah. <laughs> Just wanted to make sure that you get a shot before I completely decimate you with their spells. Uh, all right, go ahead. Uh, roll shots. It's going to be minus 20% as they are well tucked in back there, and they are very spry and nimble. My firearms is 20%. <laughs> okay. Take two. Take two. Okay. You can, I mean, you can still take player business. You, can, that's fine. you can still roll well. It can happen. It's possible. A 34 failure. You fire into the back. And so now two guns have gone off. Uh, there are many holes in the back of this, uh, in the back of this storage unit and in various other objects uh, within this unit. Um, however, you have not heard screams of pain or anything like that yet. Lisa, you succeeded. Okay. You took boosts. No, no it was negative 20 and then oh, I added damn. 20. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, okay guys. Uh, so I have enough. All right. I do have enough willpower. I think. Yep. I do. Okay. Maggie, you're cool, right? <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> Maggie, take four points of damage. Um, I, you oh. feel your face begin to just go dead, like one side of it. Um, you can feel it twist and burn. Uh, and just almost like it's trying to droop and tug itself free. Luca, when you look over, you can see her face is just twisting and turning much like what happened to Maggie and is kind of starting to pull down almost like she's having like this, this stroke in the moment 
I rolled very low on damage too, by the way. You're extraordinarily lucky. Uh, I Wait, you said have... Maggie, so you meant me. I'm sorry, though, right? Lisa. Lisa. Sorry, okay. Lisa. I apologize. Uh, Lisa, take four points of damage. Okay. Uh, as that begins to happen. And. Well, let's okay. just breathe the sigh of relief. I, I was I down to one. I was down to one HP. I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> you only have one HP left. I, I would have if, if I she had taken that force. Yeah. <laughs> you would have been unconscious at that point because I think if you go underneath, if you go into under, I think you went unconscious. Oh, uh, yeah, sorry, but right. oh, don't worry. I'll, I'm going to come to you in a second. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so that's their turn. Um, hmm. Yeah, that'll be their turn. Uh, as they, you, you kind of just hear um, as that goes off these strange tongues these strange voices they don't it, they don't it doesn't sound like english it's not like a language you know it's just it's, it, it, it it almost doesn't even sound like language it's like half bestial half um half speech but it's got this weird chant this cadence to it that you think you, you know that they're doing something back there okay um it's gonna come back to you guys so luca lisa Luca, you have a grenade in one hand. You have an AK-47 in the other. Lisa, you have a gun in your hand. There's a barrel with a gate inside of it and a little bit of cement at the bottom. Your third teammate just disappeared through it, and there are two or three creatures in the back that appear to be somehow, for our parlance, casting spells, but they're able to twist Lisa's skin and affect your minds. Uh, What do you want to do? I'm going to pull Lisa back. And chuck a grenade to the back wall. Okay. As as we're closing the lid, if possible. When you when you say lid, do you mean uh, like the storage room? Okay. Yeah. I'll say if that's your plan, Lisa could do the pull the storage unit down, and then you could throw. That's fine. Okay. Uh, so you the two of you back out. You pull uh, Lisa. You'll pull the gate down. Gun, uh, the grenade gets thrown into the back and you guys hear an explosion uh, from the inside. Uh, now, thus far, an AK-47 has gone off. <laughs> a gun has gone off. And now a grenade has gone off in the middle of a storage unit that has very uh, sensitive um, items within it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you guys do next? We're booking it. Let's get out of there, okay. Lisa. Okay. You guys are just running? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, I don't do you... think Lisa would fight that because her face is melting. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the two of you book it. What do you take with you? Nothing. Okay. Lisa gave uh, gave Dante his gun back. Okay. Uh, All right. But that's it. Okay. So... So I just want to make sure I have this correct. Uh, you, you're just, just the two of you are running. You threw a grenade inside. Did you leave the gate inside when you threw? You did it take the panel? Yes. I think okay. we should get the panel because it's not fully encased in cement. Oh, I assumed it was when I fixed it. No. Oh, no, you just stood it up. Like oh. Since it got knocked over, Maggie pushed it over and basically spilled a bunch of cement onto the ground. Can we say Lisa dragged on the way out? Lisa, roll. Uh, 
Roll an athletics test to see if you can pull it out before the grenade goes off. Oh, God. Okay. As you're pulling a big barrel, a not unsized, you know, a, a decently heavy gate. There's a little bit of cement. My uh, face is melting. At the bottom. Your face is melting. Target's 50. Okay. God damn it, 96. Okay. Uh, you are unable to pull it out before the grenade goes off, which means not that the grenade doesn't go off. The grenade very much does go off and you can pull the, you can pull it out. But what happens is, is there is a massive explosion within this storage unit now. And you can see like this eruption of things. And, uh, Lisa, you're also going to take, uh, some, I'm going to say both of you. In fact, since the door is open, both of you are going to take, Effectively, like shrapnel or just some debris come flying out and starts hitting you. Uh, Luca, go ahead and take three points of damage as, you know, it's not necessarily the grenade, but something gets flown out in your direction and it just kind of, you just sort of get bombarded by, by, uh, by it. Lisa, take two points of damage. The two of you have kind of got these little cuts and bruises and explosion has now happened from uh, the back, the door is still up and it's the slot up top. Maybe you can pull it down. Maybe you can't. When you look at the, once like you sort of get your eyes looking forward again, you can see that the, the storage unit is in shambles. Uh, there's little bits of maybe fire here and there. As some of the, the paper products have started to light up. Uh, you can see things that have, have, have broken like the walls, the plaster is kind of coming down as well. Uh, the railing that kind of keeps the, uh, that keeps the gate in place is a little bit, that's a little bit crooked, too. Um, the one good news is that you don't see any movement back there other than maybe like something that's just swinging. That's the one good piece of news uh, as you guys are kind of covered in blood. Uh, you do hear the sounds, I would say, even though your ears are kind of ringing a little bit. You just hear like, what the? What? And when you look, you realize your ears are still ringing. There is the guy from the storage unit saying in your face a couple of feet away, what the? Just screaming over and over again. Uh, I will turn to you two again. What do you do? Um, Lisa leaves him for Luca to deal with as she continues to try and drag this barrel back out and like trying to close the door as she's like holding her fucked up face. Like, <laughs> oh god, okay. yes, the security guard for a hand. <laughs> do you guys got any carts? Can I flatbeds? I can get this out to my car with. <laughs> can I get a furniture dolly free? Can you grab the door for me? Just close it. We don't need to lock it right now. I have a furniture dolly. It would be very useful right now. You start pulling that away. The other guy's like, what the fuck? And he starts pulling out his phone, and you know what he's doing. He's calling the cops. And so, Lisa, you're dragging the the barrel with the gate inside of it away. Luca, this guy's yelling at you. He just pulls out his phone. He's about to call 911. Luca, what do you do? I have to beeline towards him. It's not happening. All right, what do you do? Describe it. Yeah, I'm going to charge head first into him so his phone goes flying when I knock him over. Unarmed combat. Um, I'm going to give him a penalty on his dodge roll because uh, he is not expecting <laughs> oh god <laughs> he <could have> failed <laughs> I also failed 
<laughs> it's a crit fail. Uh, it's still a crit fail. Uh, Trying to remember. Contested, I crit think. Fail is worse than a regular fail? Crit fails, I think that's what it is. So I'm going to say you tackle him to the ground. Uh, he's not out. He's not knocked out. Uh, but I'm going to say because he crit failed, you tackle him to the ground. Uh, his phone goes flying across the hallway and just scatters about like a hockey puck on ice, just disappearing like way down the hallway. And he's like, oh, get the fuck off me! And you can feel him like ineffectually kind of swinging at you. Uh, Lisa, do you just drag this stuff out back to your car? Yeah, Lisa's leaving. This. She's just... No problem. Fucked up. Clear She's like, I gotta day. go. You're good to go. No problem. Uh, so, Luca then, what do you do? I think it's too late to convince them to not call the cops, so I gotta <laughs> knock them out. Okay. All right. I will say you're a professional DEA agent. He just critically failed, probably banged his head, his phone uh, went away. So you just, you're just gonna sort of beat him a bit until you knock him out? Okay. Yeah, better choke him out. Okay. Uh, give me give me an unarmed combat with like a plus 20 as you have tackled him to the ground. Go right ahead. 32 under 80. Okay, and so I'll say he is he is he's just some poor security guard who is overworked and underpaid and you beat the crap out of him and knock him unconscious and you just leave him there. Is that right? Yeah, I'll just prop him against the wall and get out of here. And then you run. And the two of you with the uh with the barrel that has the gate in it managed to get it into the car. Go ahead, Lisa. Uh, does Luca perhaps maybe look for the security? Steve, can we can we fuck that up the cameras before we go? No, I'm out of here. Okay. Oh God. Two of you get in your car. You throw the barrel as best you can into the car again, and you bolt. Okay. Let's cut over to who we definitely want to know what the hell happened. And we look at Vin in the middle of a hospital room. Um, Eating Jello, <laughs> watching Miami Vice reruns. <laughs> Miami Vice is on. They're, <laughs> they're He's never been happier. Out. Living his so best great. life. Living his, ever comes like, uh, uh, more Jello, Mr. Palmer? Do you have grape? You know, I'll go ahead and I'll take a look. No problem. And they just you're, sort of run out. You're just the sweetest. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's just... A surprisingly good New York Cosmo. Uh, okay. We'll cut back then. Now that we've gotten that out of the way. Very important. We'll cut back then to Maggie. Now, this is happening at the same time that the fight is going on with Luca and Lisa. Uh, so. Okay. All right. You. Um, hmm. Okay. When you sort of get your wits about you, um, you find yourself partially covered. You can feel the cement mixture uh, on you here and there. So you're a little bit soggy. You felt yourself almost like you kind of looked at your hands as just sort of the stretch and possibly. And then everything everything kind of just went black when you are able to sort of come back and like you kind of get your again get your wits about you you look up 
does does Maggie carry would we'll say Maggie carries a flashlight or something, right? Do we think that Maggie yeah. carries she was? Okay. All right. You realize it's pitch black. You don't hear the voices in your head. You don't hear the sounds of Luca's voice. You don't hear the sounds of Lisa's voice. Uh, but you feel off. Like like something feels wrong. And when you put your put your flashlight on, you notice that you are no longer in the storage unit. And when you look around, you can see that there are basically stone sort of tunnels um, extending out kind of in, in sort of these different directions. What's your alertness? 40. So you are in this sort of kind of nexus of different tunnels that all seem to come into this nexus point from different angles. They're not like like perfectly flat. One of them is like flat on the ground. One of them is sort of pitched and coming down at an angle. One of them is even steeper of an angle. And they're kind of these, these winding, twisted uh, openings uh, that seem to extend away from you. Um, you... With 30, go ahead and roll alert. You said 30, right? Did I hear that right? 40. 40. Um, okay, with 40, I think that's fine. You notice that near you, there are on the walls, uh, one on the walls, one on the floor, there are those kind of carved concentric circles. Um, do you hear the sounds of like wind almost or something kind of through one of the one or two of the tunnels here and there? You have no idea where you're at. This doesn't look like the sewers. It looks, yeah, it looks completely and utterly foreign from where you just were. Makes no sense. Okay, so Maggie is like kind of grabbing the back of her head because she got hit and she's just very like as silently as she possibly can kind of trying to move around. Um, she has absolutely nothing in like archaeology or anything like that to try to get a sense of like the age of the stone or anything. So she's just gonna um, just pick a direction and just sort of see if she can move in like an upwardly kind of direction. You want to move up? You want to try to like yeah. get one of these tunnels? So the one of these, so there's two different tunnels. Both of them sort of are on like a little bit of a pitch. Uh, one of them you think you can still kind of walk through. The other one is is a little bit strange in terms of how it's angled downwards. Uh, so for ease, you probably just go up the one that you can, it seems like you're going up a steep hill. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Uh, and you start, you basically start going through it. Um, you, you kind of hear occasional sounds kind of pop up like a, like a drip here or there, like a little sounds of like, like foot footsteps here or there echoing, not immediately next to you, but sort of in the distance, like kind of cascading around. Um, you hear at one point the sound of like an organ note, like just like one long note and then another long note. 
What are you trying to do, Maggie? Uh, so the organ thing freaks her out a little bit because that was one of the details that there was organ music that was heard in the mansion. Um, Maggie, I think just wants to try to, is there anything around her, anything at all that she can like pick up like a big rock or brick or something yeah there's definitely like, broken crumbled stone here and there that you could potentially pick up sure that's not a problem yeah so for whatever that's worth she wants to pick up one of those and just sort of like have it in her hand um and she just wants to just move and just see if she can like if she thinks she might be underground and see if she can kind of go up okay and see what's above uh go ahead and roll either an int times five or a navigate plus 20 percent whichever is better for you oh definitely n times five okay because that's an 85 percent. so let's see if i can roll under an 85 percent. i can i roll a 19. okay uh you you find yourself kind of going up this this incline you find this little intersection you listen carefully maybe you feel a very cold breeze or just maybe it's just something hitting the sort of the sweat on your forehead and you kind of move off in that direction. You find yourself suddenly going down a little ways. You hear the sounds of another note or two of an organ somewhere in the distance. Go ahead and roll another in times five or another navigate. In times five for you, so it's going to be what it is. Yeah. 32. You continue to push. And like each time you feel like you're hearing, you feel like the sounds you're getting, you might be progressing, maybe getting closer. You, you feel like you might like the wind, the little gust that comes, that little cool breeze comes more regularly. Something about that just kind of seems to draw you, draw you. Still, you hear it moving around. Uh, And then go ahead and roll another one. Uh, Maggie just now realizes that she probably should have looked around to see. Oh no, I, I did see it. Never mind. Never mind. Uh, that is a sixty under eighty-five. Okay. You start going down a little bit, and you find a set of stairs. Old stairs, like they're covered in grime and dirt. One foot down. A second. You smell rot begin to just assault your your nose. Like it's just like this filth just reeks. You feel something crunch as you step down from the stairs onto like this soggier uh, floor. And you look out and you see an open room. Before I tell you what's in it, let's cut back to Luca and Lisa you have cool that is probably a good 15 minutes of 20 minutes of travel for maggie luca and lisa you have been driving away from this this place you have the stuff in your in your back what do you do what the hell are the two of you doing so lisa took quite the wounds because four from the the melting face and then two additional from the shrapnel 
So Lisa's at two out of eight health right now. So. Oh, you should be I, unconscious, no? If you're at two, you're out. I'm at two. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'll say just so we can move it along that by the time you get back into the car, like just it, sheer like the adrenaline, shock wears off. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and you just sort of conks out, conk out in the middle of the back, right in the, right in the back, not the backseat, the <laughs> it's, passenger seat. It's all on Luca. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Luca. God, I'm gonna drive to a hospital. Drive Our bro. sanest member. <laughs> you drive to the hospital. Yeah, uh, I got drunk. Bro. Do you go inside or do you just drop her at the curb? No, nah, I'm just gonna let her there. Is you there a second bed in my room? Just kick her out yeah. of the curb. Okay. <laughs> you kick Lisa out of the curb by the uh by the ER She's drop off point. You're not gonna walk her in. They'll take care of her. He's not wrong. They will as you <laughs> drive away. Luca, where the hell do you drive? I'm gonna go to a nearby bridge and fill up the <laughs> cement and send this thing off for good. <laughs> okay. Um all right. We can definitely do that. Um, here's what I'll say. I want... Okay. I want one roll. Um, honestly, I don't even think you could really roll on this because I was like in a stealth roll because there's like no... Br I'm trying to think of a bridge that is just going to be something that you could just easily pull off to the side and do. It's not quite that easy. Um, are you just looking for like water to dump that into? Like you probably could just yeah, a body of water, like, a river that could drag yeah, out. You could probably dump it into like the East river or something like that, or into New York Harbor or whatever. Like you could probably find so a place. It's probably better. So like, probably a little bit of concrete bridge. at the bottom is just going to. Okay. It's going to take a little time for you to drive in. there, dump it out, et cetera, fill up the concrete, but that's, I know what Luke is doing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I like the picture is just like he like drives up, kind of just picks Lisa out after <laughs> struggling to get the door open. He doesn't Come even back. get out of the car. He just reaches across and opens the door and shoves. <laughs> just, just kicks her. Get out. Hey, All right. you know, I got to give him props. Okay, let's cut back then to these strange catacombs. Maggie, you look out to an open room. And you can see um, with a bit of horror that there are tons of bones scattered, smashed, split open all over the place. And what you had just stepped on seems to be one of those. And you can see as you look down, shine a flashlight that like the marrow within the bone has kind of been seeped out of it. You also notice that it's a particularly small bone. Many of these bones are. Child size. Go ahead and roll a sand test for that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's a fail. 54 over 50. Go take another point of sand loss uh, as you can put two and two together about the violence that, that transpired here. Yeah. So this is violence. Yeah. You look around and as you're standing on, there are other things you see in here as you're shining the flashlight around. There seems to be like the smashed and rotten remains of the old furniture surrounding what appears to be an, an ornate throne of solid gold. And you can see that behind the throne is a saggy, rotten organ. Atop of which is a skull, human skull. Um, from a distance, you can see there's something kind of marked on the forehead, but it, you can't see from there. 
you also notice that there is one of these creatures that you are so familiar with literally standing up and just hitting the keys. You hear the sounds of something moving to the left of you, something moving to the right of you, and you see that both to the left and to the right, there are two more of these things that are in the shadows that are, one of them is just kind of holding one of the bones and like in their mouth staring at you. You also notice that at the foot of the throne, there seems to be some kind of canvas bag and you shine down. It seems to have uh, like a Navy stamp on it or something like that. You think, uh, and, um, Go ahead and roll an alertness test. Actually, no, you said your alertness is 40, right? Correct. Okay. You two, you notice that there are two children here as well, bound and gagged. Um, they are in the darkness. There's these piles of bones that they seem to be uh, next to as well. This is what you see, Maggie. What would you like to do? Oh, God. Um, so... Has Maggie been seen by these creatures? Like, are they just going about their thing? Or has she actually been noticed yet? Because she was attempting to be fairly quiet. They, okay, roll a stealth test then. We'll, we'll, we'll say roll a stealth test. Okay. Let's see if you got in That's here without them necessarily seeing you. Probably not, but I'm going to give it a roll. Nope, 56 over 32. Okay. Uh, yeah, they're looking right at you. Okay. Um, you hear in your mind, you're not the one. I might be better than the one you don't know. Who is... Chelsea. I am not Chelsea. <laughs> okay. I mean, they asked who was Chelsea. Oh, I know. I know. Okay. And just my response to that is just, I'm not Chelsea. You guys remember when Long said he wasn't a maid, right? Yes. Uh, (laughs) They just sigh with with like, why why do all of you people constantly say who you're not when we ask you (laughs) something? Don't you people know how to converse? Uh, No, they, um, Chelsea, important to you. Um, Yeah. Um, so choices, choices were made, but yeah, yeah. What are you doing, Maggie? Uh, Maggie's not going to be like, she's outnumbered here, so she's not going to be sort of, she's not immediately trying to fight them. Um, so she's just kind of like, you know. I'm not the one you called for, but I might be better than the one you called for. So, uh, what, what were you seeking 
assistance with. One of them starts like kind of stepping a little bit closer and then the other one starts stepping on the bones. The one that was kind of playing the organ turns at this point. You hear them start like chanting, like all of them kind of in this unison. Like they're like saying words or phrases that that seem sort of foreign. Like you're not even sure exactly what they're saying. Like they're like, is it language? Is it are they just are they just growling? Um, what exactly is it is, is sort of not entirely clear. Um, but you do remember that this didn't go well last time. Like you kind of heard these things. So I would like you to tell me what you're doing, Melissa. Sure. I would like you to be active here. If not, I'm just going to cast a spell. Um, I... trying to like my end my my goal is to see if i can just sort of like disarm them and just kind of act like i um like hmm, luca never told us about the thing did he so yeah i, I can't go with that angle um just i may be able to be of assistance to you what what might I be able to do? Okay. Um, so we're going to cut from there um, and we're going to kind of come back. We're going to watch as Luca is um, sort of dumping the barrel. Uh, at this point, we see doing his best to dump, like kind of fill it up. He's, I'll, I'll say you filled it up. You've kind of put the, put the lid on top of it. Um, go ahead and give me a stealth roll, Luca. Stealth is 15. 75, it's a fail. Okay. You'd still manage to do it, but that failed stealth roll might come back to haunt us at some point. Uh, Lisa, you're knocked out. Everything's f So everything's basically happening to you. Like we're yeah, like you're possibly not knowing. Mm -hmm. Vincent will sort of check back in with you really fast. Um, we'll say that you have to go through like another sort of series of questions and such if you want to try to um, sort of lie past. Yeah. Uh, if you want to do uh, another one of them rolls. Persuade again, right? And uh, yeah. I'm normally pretty good at persuade, but uh, I want to actually get out this time. So I'm going to take some audience boosts. Uh, shit. With the boosts, I needed a 70. I rolled a 75. Okay, so 75, um, your doctor is just like, you know, I think those wounds there, I think maybe we just, just one more day, just one more day. And so, Vincent, you're going to have another 24 hours stuck in the hospital, basically. Can I get more jello at least? Um, and by the way, when I say you're stuck in it, like, like you're here, it doesn't mean you can't try to break out, but like you are literally under surveillance. Okay. Uh, at a certain point, Lisa will say sometime later in the day, you kind of wake up. Um, and there you are like in a hospital bed at some point, uh, a nurse kind of comes and checks on you and is sort of looking down at you and just, um, ma'am, um, are you, oh, you're awake. Okay, good. Officer, she's awake. And much like, much like Vin, we see like an officer, our hospital duty kind of comes in, kind of looks down at you. You're laying in, you're laying in the bed 
and you're uh, you're kind of there and you're looking up, you're drowsy, you're feeling a little bit better. Your face still feels a little deadened and numb, uh, mm-hmm. but the cop starts asking you questions, uh, like really poignant questions like, what happened to you? Like, they're very concerned. You have all these wounds. Like, you have these cuts and abrasions and bruises from the explosion of the grenade. You got this weird dead patch of skin on your face. You were just sort of kicked and dropped off at the, at the ER. They're asking you tons and tons of questions. So what does Lisa try to do? Um. So Lisa has the, um, the FBI uh, credentials that Luca managed to acquire for her. Um, so she's just going to imply that she was deep in an undercover mission that just went sour. Okay. All right. Um, roll a persuasion test. Um, take, you have the, you have an ID. Uh, they might even have actually already grabbed the ID too and looked at it. Um, and okay. like, if we were intentionally doing shit, Lisa would have left her actual shit at home. Okay. So you have an ID. You're unconscious. All right, I'm gonna walk. Well, I'm walking through some logic here. You guys tell me if this makes sense. An unconscious person shows up at the hospital, knocked out on the ER. She's got bruises. She's got cuts. She's unconscious. She's got weird dead skin. She's also got an FBI badge which is then given over to the hospital, which is potentially given over to the cops. Would we think the cops would try to verify that badge number person with supervisor, local field office, that kind of stuff? Would we think that would happen? I think it would happen. I don't think it would be immediate. Okay. I don't think like the patrol officer would be the one to be like calling around. I think it would get pushed to some detective somewhere. Like that's just me personally. I don't know. Okay, so we'll say you have a bit of time. And maybe, uh, I don't know how good Lisa's training is yet, uh, but maybe Lisa might have that in the back of her mind. Uh, as you start giving this, um, you start meaning something about some kind of undercover or whatever, um, and, they're, and they're just like, supervisor's name? Um, so we could just, like, uh, I'm sure one of the detectives is going to want to want to talk to you. This is this is sort of a an odd situation here. But, uh, and so they're just, who can who could we contact just to kind of verify we want to let your, your kind of boss know you're all right all kind of thing um and she gives them the uh fbi info that they gave that's lucas mm-hmm. uh persona mm-hmm. perfect how is that perfect because he's got the fake like fbi thing too and so like, he can be fake her, ideas. like alibi they're, they're just fake ideas, but she's gonna yeah. giving like his phone number. Or is that perfect? Yeah. No, well, he, ah, that was terrible. He would I don't know, think it's perfect. He would know to answer to that name. Like, oh, is I this think it's somewhere between so terrible and, so. and perfect? I think it's somewhere between <laughs> terrible and perfect. Just tell him Doctor Detective Jello is the supervisor. <laughs> no. Luca is doing everything he can not to be in this hospital, and both my that's character fair, and fair. Ashley's character keep name dropping. <laughs> okay. Um. um 
we are we are so like backed into a corner right now. I got yeah, Melissa really surrounded by three things, doesn't know what to do. There's kids on the ground, run, do something. I got Luca who's dumping a freaking barrel at the gate <laughs> into the New York Harbor in front of tourists who are taking pictures. I got Vincent who can't pass the basic psyche valve, eating jello and can't get out of the hospital. Oh God. I, I will would, try I to sneak out once it gets dark. Like once okay. the shift change happens. Okay. Uh, You've got less than 24 hours left. You can just go. So Lisa, this is we'll say, Ashley honestly doesn't know what to do. Yeah. You're like, pretty much I lying. Think, I think giving lying Luke's not, information is, is the best lying. option that you yeah. have. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah, really just, just lying. You're giving over uh, a number for Luca, uh, et cetera, et cetera. I don't, okay. I don't know if that's a good idea because yeah. he's the one that kicked me out of the car. But he can give you an alibi. Like he's like if he answers the phone and they're looking for agent so and so, he's going to know that's the name on his fake badge. So just like, give them my number and they'll hear my cell phone go off because it's in a drawer somewhere. <laughs> no, <what? laughs> that was my first thought. So I was like, wait, he's here. You can't give him his number. <laughs> All right, um, Ashley. Final answer. What are you doing? I don't have like a contact number for. They're just life. fake badges. Like they're yeah. I don't think it's like a full fake identity. They're just badges. They're just yeah. like 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 copy, you know, copyright or copy badges or something. Yeah. Um, she's just gonna give like a, a bullshit just plain Jane, like average Joe name. Okay. Uh and you're just gonna give uh like what number are you gonna give? Are you just gonna she's like going to play it up that she's still kind of out of it, but she's just going to tell him like a, some sort of FBI office. Okay. Yeah. That's like the out of Manhattan state. field office okay. or, or some field office or whatever. Yeah. And he takes it. I say, all right, well, you get your rest. Looks like you need to heal up. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and just uh, get this information uh, to, uh, you know, uh, to those that need it. We'll just sort of, we'll, get, we'll give your office a call. We'll let you know you're okay. We'll get some folks down here. Everything's going to be okay. Thank you, uh, thank you, agent. And they kind of take off after that point. Now, I would, I would think that Lisa, you're smart enough to know that this is not going to go well for you. No, it's uh, not. So then, what would Lisa do next at this point? Uh, Lisa needs to get the fuck out. Is <laughs> walk me through what it is that Lisa would do. What what kind what time of day is this? Uh, I think at this point we'll probably say like late afternoon ish, maybe early evening. Maybe the sun's going down, not fully down. Oh shit! Um, I don't know. I don't know. Like go to someone else and. <laughs> Come back to me. <laughs> Literally, the, I think the only person who knows what they're doing is Steven, who's just eating jello. I think I'm okay. I think I'm okay. All right. I'll cut back. This, this may not go well, but. So we are back inside this catacombs. There are three of these creatures. There is this golden throne. There are two children that are bound in the area. These creatures seem to have some sort of power. They don't seem they're not particularly big. None of them have actually physically attacked you at any point, but they seem to possess some sort of power. Like that is, that is abundantly clear uh, power in which they can sort of dictate one's mind um, 
you presume has twisted your face in some particular way. So they're sort of looking at you. And so just, just do something, Melissa. Yeah. Just tell me. Yeah. So run away, start. Actually, I don't think you have a gun. What, what, what do you want to do? I don't, yeah, I don't have a gun. Uh, so she is going to take this brick that she picked up along the way. And she is going to hurl that at the skull that is on the throne while she runs towards the kids. Okay. Uh, sure, that's fine. Uh, it doesn't matter whether it hits or not. But you do that and you th- you throw. Um, and you run towards the kids. Uh, yeah. Okay. Go ahead and roll for me. Let's do like a dex test. Roll a dex test to see if you can get to one of these kids uh, before something happens. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty good with dex, so I am hoping that this is something that I can do. Uh, that is a success. That is a uh, 75 under 85. Okay. You you managed to run up and you can see that sort of bound and in front of you uh, there is, and you would know since you did a lot of the, the sort of initial uh, conversation with uh, with Declan as you were kind of going around to these different people. You saw some pictures, etc. You've got Franklin Elders, young African-American boy who went missing mm-hmm. inside. There he is. He is bound. He is he looks in not great shape. Um, he's got these wide eyes, he looks terrified. He smells like urine and feces. Um, he looks he, he's he's terrified, uh, but he's right there. Um, what do you want to do? Uh, so, and, um, I'm going to basically pick him up. Um, is he like tied to something or just like he is bound? He's just bound and gagged. Uh, let's see. They, as you go to pick him up, you hear, is it, it looks like he is actually chained. Uh, and there is a, like a, a small, um, like a, like a panel along one of these stone walls where it looks like he's chained into that. Okay, um, I'm gonna look around uh, again for something that I can pick him up and move him kind of closer to where the the wall is. Okay, so you pick him up, you start moving him closer to the other wall. They get to do stuff, you know. Uh, uh, so yeah. they're gonna do something then. Um, okay. Go ahead and roll. Yeah. Um, go and roll pal test. Okay. Uh, this is contested. All right. Let's see if I can roll under 75. Uh, 15 under 75. Okay. Uh, I rolled a 96, which... Let me double check to make sure that is an actual fail. They have very high power. Uh, so you feel them once more kind of in your brain and you feel like you're like they're sort of trying to draw your attention to the like, like trying to like clog your mind, not necessarily make some sort of suggestion, but you realize they're just trying to hold you and like your body freezes for a moment, but you're able to push past it. They kind of screech in like a, a bit of anger um, and they begin to kind of close on you at this point. Uh, but you have a moment to do something. What is it you'd like to do? 
Uh, I am like, I have nothing on me that I can try to hit them with. So I'm just going to try to like attack. Like that's all I can do is just try to like, cause I can't pull the kid out because the kid's chained. So the best I can do is try to knock this thing into the hard throne. Like this, this thing is so like, try to see what I can do. Um, to try to like hit its head or just do something. So you're attacking to, like, overpower one... this thing. Yeah. So you're attacking this thing, or okay, you're attacking one of the yeah. ones that are coming at you. All right. So it'll yeah. leap at you. At this yep. point, when you didn't stay in places that it intended, its mouth goes wide. You can see like there's like teeth, the sharp teeth and fangs sharpened from you know chewing on bone and whatnot. Um, and you want to basically attack us. So roll an unarmed combat, or I think you have a big. Do you still have that big rock? You can roll melee if that's better for you. Um, okay. Whichever is fine. Uh, and they will attempt to. All right. 50 50 with unarmed. Can't roll well today, unfortunately. 82. Okay. Uh, you swing out at them. They dodge out of the way. The first one does. And then the two more start coming in as well. Uh, both of them will attempt to bite you uh, at this point. Um, as you swing at the one, dodge out of the way, two more jump on top of you. Um, okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Here we go. Uh, miss on the first. Ooh. Uh, hit on the second. Um, yeah, it's not so good. D4 minus. All right, so one of them manages to uh, get through as you're sort of swinging this big rock, kind of standing between you and the child. Um, the first one dodges out of the way. Uh, second one leaps for you. You manage to step to the side. It kind of smashes against the wall briefly. And then the third one, uh, as you turn back around to try to block, just chomps down uh, on your, your left arm, and you just feel teeth sink into uh, into your wrist and blood begin to just spurt out. Um, what would you like to do? Um, I, I feel like I've got it. Like the kids are here. So like what's going through her head is that like, um, you know, I'm torn and that like, like the kids are here and like, this is where they are and I am severely outnumbered. So like, <laughs> Like, um, like I can run, I can definitely tr attempt to run and see what I can do. Um, cause I've got all of five HP left. So I'm in a bit of a pickle. Um, oh, do I fight? Do I run? Do I fight? Do I run? Um, there's three of them. Yeah. All right. Um, I will see if I can run. Okay. Uh, sure. Go ahead and we'll say as you try to in your lead. So like the kids are going to be here. You're going to try to run. Uh, we'll make this sort of a pursuit contest. Um, athletics, uh, we'll say contested and we'll see you're going to need to try to Basically, roll the last get out of the room. We'll call it that way. Let's see if they manage to get you. 
Nope. I needed a 42 and rolled a 48. Okay. You go running to try to get out of the room. You drop the kid. The kid starts crying uh, as you kind of put him back on the ground. Uh, and you start running for the, the tunnel that you came in. You see there's other tunnels leaving out of here as well, but you start running for those steps. Um, one of them goes darting around the room and lands on those steps right in front of you and just hisses at you. <laughs> Uh, and then I'm going to say the other two will kind of close in on you from behind and we'll continue to start trying to bite you, I think. 64 will be a fail. And 23 will be a hit. Uh, and you, as you're staring at the face of this one, is now kind of blocking your way out of this room. Uh, two more points of damage as you feel the teeth uh, on your back, on your back leg, uh, as one of them <laughs> bites down on you. Maggie's got to try to keep running. Okay. Give me another athletics test as you try to just just sort of tumble past this guy in front of you. <laughs> it's crit fail. Okay. You, last thing we see before we cut from here, uh, Maggie, you try to make a run, you try to push past this one. And although you sort of managed to, to tumble down, um, one of them reaches out, kind of grabs your arm, your flashlight drops to the ground, starts kind of spinning around and around. And the last thing we see before we cut from there, is just the light going back and forth and around and around. And then we'll cut from there back to the hospital. Lisa, have you, uh, come up with a plan um i have the right to just deny service or refuse treatment right uh so or am i being detained by police so you were okay you were brought in because you were dropped in the emergency room yeah drop off area literally kicked out of a car you've got what looks like wounds uh you've got abrasions and stuff like that mm -hmm. you have an fbi badge like you're kind of a curious case like they're you're not like handcuffed to the bed or something like that but like i mean like no one's trying to keep you here the cop did come and ask you a couple questions and then just took your contact info so like it's kind of up to you yeah so i think that's what lisa would do is just refuse treatment and leave it okay uh and you just you just want to go just want to yeah. just, okay. Uh, and you don't, are you like trying to stealth your way out? Or are you just trying to make sure that you're not seen by the cop or anything like that? Or any, any other personnel? Or are you just, just sort of making, like if someone comes like, no, 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 don't get ma'am. No, no, no. Or are you actually She's, like making a, a, a scene about it? Uh, she doesn't want to make a scene. So if that requires stealth, then I'll attempt stealth. Yeah. So I think like if you just try to get up and leave, people will stop you. Like the nurses, doctors will stop you. You have a lot of injuries. It looks really bad. The cop will probably be like, oh, you know, we'll sort of see you start moving at that point. And they like they will come to you. So like I don't I don't think unless you're specifically trying to to sort of make a stealth, you know, unless you're trying to get out of here, like carefully and quietly. OK, like, yeah, then I'll try and do careful and quietly. OK, uh, go ahead and roll stealth test then. OK. Fuck, that's a failure. Okay. <laughs> um, well, technically it's technically it's contested, so we'll see. Uh, 
And yeah. Uh, so as you get up and you sort of leave out of your, your area of the hospital, you hear a nurse kind of call, ma'am, ma'am, uh, I don't think that's an uh, officer. She could, uh, a doctor. Uh, and like, they're kind of calling out at this point, cat's out of the bag. Everyone kind of sees her leaving Lisa and you can see there's people starting to converge on you. Um, again, no one's like pulling a gun out on you or anything like that, but like the circumstances with which you were brought in are curious. So like, it's kind of up to you, whether you like the whole like denial of like, like health and stuff like, like there could have been a crime that was committed con considering what's sort of like the injuries they're looking at. So I, I don't know if they would just be so, Oh, they're worried like a crime com was committed against me or like I was involved or just involved in a crime. It's suspicious. <laughs> you didn't just come in with like, a, I burned yeah, my hand on right, a girl right. kind of yeah, a thing. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just a suspicious um, kind of situation. I mean, like you're, yeah, you don't have a bump on your head. You have a section. I want to like, yeah, yeah it's like a yeah. picture. <laughs> yeah. You're covered yeah, yeah. partially in cement. You got all <laughs> sorts of abrasions and cuts and bruises on your body from an exploded grenade. You're unconscious and you were dumped outside of an emergency room. I mean, I, I just, I don't see a world in which anyone would want you to leave at this point. So like if you're getting out, you're either stealthing out or you're forcing your way out. And that's, I feel like those are your options. And so stealth yeah, is kind yeah, of yeah. Out, out of the bag at this point. Yeah. So since it already fucked up, I, she's going to have to force it out and just continue to refuse treatment. She doesn't want to be here. Okay. Uh, let's cut over then to Luca. Luca, you dumped out uh, the barrel. Uh, at this point into the uh, East River. Um, what would Luca do next? I'll see if anyone's contacted me. If not, I'll contact them. Uh, nothing from Maggie. Uh, I'll say probably nothing from Lisa. Uh, Vin, have you have you reached out to Luca at any point? Uh, did I have my phone? Sure, why not? No, I didn't reach out to Luca. <laughs> Okay. No, <laughs> no messages, Luca. Uh, maybe it's your mom being like, I think something's wrong with the books. Something's, something's, yeah. No, that's about it. It's weird. Influx of cash. We opened the safe and there was this bag of money and there was a receipt that <laughs> said. <laughs> why Luca, was, are you, why was are you spaghetti rung up 5,000 times? <laughs> and your brother said that there was a man who came and beat him up at your apartment that he knew you are you are you on drugs uh so Poor so are you gonna you try to possible to keep this game on the rails so are you gonna sorry. try I'm to like, I just, I greet the other uh, one luca what are you gonna try to concrete the other one? Oh yeah that was my next move i was gonna go see okay. if maggie someone go teleport to the sewer one if she's okay uh you you head over to the sewer uh you find by the time you get there we'll say it's evening time it's dark out etc um a couple of your cones are still <laughs> around you still haven't heard from any of your team your team has not um has not responded to you in any way shape or form you're all by yourself um you what's your i mean if what's your role search test or what is your search and what do you have for search? 74 74 i would say knowing where you were before in the sewer finding like the like the catch like the the drain that goes down to the catch basin i think you would be able to find it pretty quickly um 
You look yeah, down it, shine flashlight. You do not see Maggie uh, scrunched into that tiny little compartment down there. She's not there. I'm going to start stirring this one up too. Okay. We'll say that over a little bit of time, you eventually just start pouring cement down uh, into this, uh, this drain. Okay. Uh, Vincent, night has come. Uh, you have heard... Uh, actually, you'd probably be in a different ward at this point. You wouldn't be in the emergency room. What would Vincent be doing? So I like to think that throughout the day, I've been very nice and friendly to everyone. And I've been kind of like setting myself up for like a run if I needed to, if I didn't pass a psyche valve, which let's be honest, Vin would, Vin would probably know he's not going to. Okay. Um, so I would be constantly making excuses like, oh, I just need to go make a smoke take a smoke break, you know, that kind of thing. And I know they'd probably not let me not let me out of the ward, but I would just continually make like very friendly things about like, Oh yeah, just going out for a moment. Uh, so I could like see like the edges of the department, see like, Mm -hmm. you know, where everyone comes in and out of. And then when the shift change happens is probably when I'd want to really like sneak out. Uh, once like there's, a new guy that needs to go do his rounds at the very beginning of the hour or something like that. I would like to just stealth past out of this ward and then just walk out from there. Cause like, if I can make it out of the ward, there's probably not going to be anyone that really stops me. All right. I mean, with all the planning that you've described, uh, give me a stealth test. Um, okay. Uh, take like a plus 20 as you've like literally timed it. You've been planning it. You've waited, you know, more than a day, almost two days. All right, so I need a 90 on this then. Okay. Let's hope I can make it. 75. Okay. Uh, I would have failed without that plus 20. You would have failed without without doing your due diligence. So I will say, unlike Lisa, you were able to get out um, without anyone necessarily. You you just sort of time it right. The switch over change, doors left open, this sort of thing, that sort of thing. No one really noticed it. And by the time someone does notice you're gone, you have already left the actual hospital. You've left the hospital grounds. You've managed to get out of the hospital at that point. Uh, and you are off into the night. What? First person I would call was would be Lisa. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Lisa, you basically have been making a scene and trying to get your way out. You're just like, I don't want, you know, none of this, none of that, none of this. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, I just, I cannot in my mind rationalize a person who gets dropped off in the ER, like, yeah. in the situation Which, you're and in. And then if eventually, like, people get up to her and they're like, you're really injured, uh, that's when she'll just kind of, like, kind of maybe fall limp in their arms and make it seem more of like it was, like, an episode of something. Okay. Um, And then accept going back. Okay. So we'll say, uh, Vincent, you don't actually get, um, you don't actually get Lisa on the phone, goes to voicemail at some point. Uh, what's the next, what's the next thing you do? Oh, Maggie. (laughs) Somewhere Maggie's phone goes off. All right. Uh, Doesn't answer. God damn it. Uh, I call Luca. I pick up the moment of rings. Where the fuck you been? (laughs) Lisa's injured. Maggie's gone. I'm in the sewers cooking up the stew right now. What happened? <laughs> I tell him all about it. Okay, thank you. That was excellent. Uh, so yeah, you're fully caught up, Vincent. 
holy shit, you all went in without me. You couldn't wait a couple hours for a guy to get out of the ER. Okay, um, I'll meet you in the sewers. How, how much longer you need in there? You haven't seen anything down there, have you? Maggie's not here. No monsters in here. I'm closing this gate. Yeah, good call. Close the gate. Uh, I'll meet you uh, up top. Sounds okay. Good. Short while later, we'll say that after you, and I think you don't even have to go down into the sewers. You could probably just pour the cement down the drain from up top. That's fine. Uh, we'll say you pour the cement down there. Eventually, Vincent, maybe you take a cab, you walk the rest of the way, something like that, and you arrive in time to see Luca finishing the gig. There's like that same like homeless guy, Tony the Tiger, just sort of watching you. It's just like really curious. Like 50 bucks, I didn't see anything. And he's just saying that as he's sitting on a dumpster, just sort of looking at you. Doesn't seem to care. As the two of you are, are right there, right there with the... I'll peel off $50 cash for him. Um, I also would like to believe that by the time I had left the hospital and before I got to Luca, I also got a fresh jacket and shirt. Uh, <laughs> the last one was covered in blood and torn. I think it makes sense to stop for a fresh jacket and shirt. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Done. Uh, would I? I doubt I would. Would I know anyone I could call to try and like track down Maggie's cell phone? Like we don't know where she is. You have no and idea where she is. I, I'm not going to immediately guess other dimensions. So I would think practical things of like how to track her. So if Luca told you the whole story, Luca saw her literally stretch into this impossible shape and then disappear while crawling on top of the gate. He then threw that gate into the East River and you then cemented so she's the, in the East other River. gate. So like you guys are aware of two gates. One of them has been cemented and thrown into the East River. Right. The but other one has been cemented right beneath <laughs> your feet. The, my logic here that I'm thinking is that we know that one gate was in a building, one gate in a sewer. I'm imagining there could be a third gate somewhere nearby, maybe a warehouse or something. That's why I'm thinking tracker phone. Okay. Uh, Maggie, give me a luck test. Okie doke. Let's see how this rolls. 72. Okay. Um, all right. So do you have, do you have a contact at like, like I, I mean, I don't think at any point you would have been able to track her phone. Like, did you put like a, like a locator app on it? It's 2011 to these success no. 12 years ago. That's um, why I was thinking with like Delta green to have a way to, like a contact that I would know that way. That was my only thought. And if I don't, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. I just, yeah, I know. I just, I don't that's know. Fair. I, I don't know. I feel like Vin is the damaged vet would have realized like the, like the uh, operation has gone down shit's Creek. Uh, <laughs> as far as you're aware, the gates, the threat have been closed. Luca right. wasn't assaulted when trying to close this other gate. Maggie is MIA, presumed probably in a bad way. Uh, Lisa, Luca would have told you, was kicked out into the hospital. Like he kicked her into the hospital. So, like, 
uh, I would say a, a damaged vet like yourself, someone right. who would you would probably. I mean, it's up to her to figure. Like if, if Maggie's going to save the herself, case, yeah. Then I, I call our hotline. I, I grab my cell phone and I call our Delta Green hotline. Okay. Uh, and the the woman's voice uh, is just waiting for an update, and she's like, "Go." It's closed. Click, and that's it. So, I think as a way to montage out of this this craziness that just sorry, Maggie. The two of you, Luca, Vincent, you both kind of go off in different directions. Luca, you go back to Jersey. Vincent, you go wherever the hell it is that Vincent goes from. We see uh, at a certain point several officers surrounding the room that Lisa is in, a few of which are asking very, very, very pointed questions. And somewhere in the dark somewhere in some other space, Maggie Eberly's Eberly's phone is kind of going off. Uh, And I feel like we should just just close it there because it's so far off the rails. There's no way it's coming back on. So let's just leave it there. It is over. It is done. And that is the end of what's going on with our security guard guy. He is. (laughs) Yeah. Poor security guard guy. Yeah. All right. So that's that's where we're going to end for tonight. I think that's (laughs) sufficient. We we learn what happens when we go to hospitals. (laughs) Going to hospitals makes things very complicated. All right. I love that I get to call and say case closed when I did absolutely (laughs) nothing this whole session. Shit. Squat. Absolutely nothing. You ate so much jello. Your stomach's like growling for all the jello. But we closed the two gates. Okay. We closed the two gates. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Okay. Tomorrow on <laughs> twitch.tv slash lollygaggers, we are playing Call of Cthulhu. Uh, we are playing Eternal Lies. Uh, it is a uh, Trail of Cthulhu campaign that we are running in Call of Cthulhu system. So come hang out. It will be fun. We are still on the rails as it's only our second session. So I don't think we are super far off of it. Uh, Monday, we'll be back to Monster of the Week. Uh, we'll be starting up a new mystery. Steven, what do we got going on on Tuesday? If I can hit the unmute button, we are playing X-Men, Marvel Multiverse RPG. Uh, we're doing Breakfast Club slash Night of the Sentinels. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, and that one's mostly on the rails, so I think we're doing okay. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. And, and we also have something special going on that night, right? We are also... Uh, discovering that stranglehold has a pet shark that's really a mutant oh you meant the giveaways yeah the giveaways shark yeah prince shark's best we're doing some giveaways we've got a whole bunch of codes for demiplane for the core rule book uh so you come hang out with us and uh you can get the rules for free thank you to marvel for reaching out and giving us those yeah indeed fantastic uh and then after that next thursday we'll be doing werewolf the apocalypse uh as we are in a very friendly commune some say cult but i don't see why that's a harmful negative term uh and we've 
been nothing but having supportive people. Uh, so come out and watch some Werewolf next Thursday. And then Friday, uh, normally that would be Warhammer 40K, Wrath and Glory, but uh, but holidays are going to kind of throw the schedule off for a couple weeks. Uh, so next Friday, we're just going to be doing a one-shot. Aaron uh, is not available. Uh, since he's the GM, kind of important. Uh, so we can't really run that. So we're gonna. I'm going to go ahead and run some other random uh, Christmas Merry Oddmas. I think I'm going to do uh, Electric Bashland. Uh, we're going to do like a Christmas, uh, a Christmas themed into the odd. Uh, so come hang out for that. Steven has even graced us with his presence on that Friday, if you can believe it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You had to up my contract rate, but uh, I can't say no to the money. I told Aaron that you were going to come play, and he's like, oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. <laughs> so have fun on Tuesday when you talk to him. It's going to be great. Uh, I can't yeah. kill his character no matter what. There we go. Uh, as for Delta Green... We'll see y'all. Have a very good night. I'm going to go ahead and raid our buddies over at the Defenders of Kobold. Uh, come back tomorrow or replace some Call of Cthulhu. Bye-bye. <laughs>